Welcome to Seen on Internet, episode 11, the show that brings you the tech news you need to know, as well as the most amazing internet we could find. My name is Ben Foster, and with me, as always, is Amit Wadera. Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about Apple, Tesla, and self-driving cars. We're going to let you know when you can start using the ha-ha emoji to start disliking things on Facebook. And we'll also, we'll talk about Facebook adding gifts to profile photos. Finally, I think we can agree, yeah. right? <laughs> but we are we are in October, and it is postseason baseball. And are you happy? Oh, my gosh. This is the greatest time of the year. Yeah. I mean, to be in Chicago, this is like, <laughs> it's electric, man. <laughs> it's going to happen to this city, man, if, uh, if the Cubs go all the way. I don't know. It's going to be... Probably a party like nobody has ever seen. Yeah, before, right? I, it, it's been fun to kind of follow this. You, you know, Blackhawks won, which are my team, and then also the Buckeyes on, on social. But just there's just been I feel like Internet is kind of behind us. Oh, for sure. Right. Everybody wants it because we know coming up next week on October 21st is Back to the Future Day. Back to the Future Day, which is which is what again? It's the day that uh, in Back to the Future 2. Um, it's the day that Marty McFly travels into the future. And then when he gets to the future. Um, he saw that there was, um, like a, I think Jaws 19, yeah. there was a hologram of a shark like coming at him. Yeah. And then, so he's like freaking out about Jaws 19. And then there's a guy that says, uh, I wish I could go back in time and, um, uh, put some money on the, on the cubbies this season. Cause <laughs> they beat the, the Miami team in the world series, yeah. um, to win the world series that year. Yeah. Well, it, it, it... If they win, I feel like internet's just going to rally around Back to the Future and not the actual baseball team themselves. But it, it's kind of nice to be able to see everybody kind of getting behind the Cubs on the internet. So keep it up, everybody. Uh, uh, we get it and we love it. So let's go to um, our amazing product hunts of the week. Once again, ProductHunt.com is our favorite website where we keep seeing the coolest stuff in, in launching products and something we're studying every day. And we strongly recommend so you can see what the cool kids are building and, and what was the coolest thing you saw built the past couple weeks. Ago. Yeah. So the thing that I don't know that, that that irritates me to no end is sites and companies that ask you for the most crazy passwords possible right. and then on top of that when they ask you to change your password like every six months um it basically just means that you have to write down all your passwords or save them or use some app um this product hunt i thought was pretty cool um it's called password chef mm -hmm. uh passwordchef.co and instead of remembering a specific password to a specific site and writing them down or using a password manager, what Password Chef allows you to do is create a recipe on how to remember a uh, password. So, for example, if, say, Facebook, um, you had a, a specific password that you wanted to use for Facebook. So then in this recipe, um, you can create a specific recipe that's like this. So enter the number of vowels in the site name. And then capital so Facebook A E O O. So you can start with four. Gotcha. Yep. And then capitalize the first three vowels in the site name and enter them. Gotcha. Right. And then advance the first three characters in the site name and enter those. Yeah. Um, and then you can have like a secret code. Yeah. Right. So then your password manager remembers. It can tell you here's what your, um, you know, your specific uh, nice. recipe is. Right. And then you all you have to do is just remember the recipe. Yep. And then it. For every specific site, you'll have a different uh, password, gotcha. but you'll be able to remember it 
kind of everywhere you go. So if your specific Facebook code got or hacked, right, or right. Well, hacked, yeah, if you gave it away, <laughs> uh, then it wouldn't matter. None of your other sites would be compromised Correct. because you have that one. Oh, that's pretty clever. Correct. That's pretty clever. Ben, what did you see? I saw there was this great site. You know, I used to have to read financial news all the day, all the time, and um, it, it was okay. But uh, compared to reading stuff about the internet, it's just <laughs> simply not as cool. Um, but it's still so critically important to what we do, and you know we always need to have that business perspective on there. So I found this great website uh, from Product Hunt called Finimize. Finimize, like minimize, uh, but fin finance. Finimize. So F I N I. M-I-Z-E dot com, Finimize dot com. And what it does is it's a daily newsletter, and I despise daily newsletters. My, my big thing is trying to get inbox to zero as fast as possible. Um, but what Finimize does is it takes the top financial news headlines, breaks them down, and you can understand it in about three minutes. What's nice is that it tells you what the details are, so something going on with European interest rates, breaks it down and just tells you everything you simply need to know right there. And gives you, if nice. you want to go deep, yeah, go deep, knock yourself out. But it just kind of gives you that deeper and broader macro understanding of what's going on in finance without having to be, you know, complete derivatives nerd in order to get it. Uh, and is it some, just text based, or is it is it video too? It is. It is just text, and it's okay. it's written. It's almost like that subreddit explained like I'm five, yeah. but for finance, it's just this nice, perfectly clean site that just tells you kind of uh, uh, what you uh, need to know that's on there. Great. Let's uh, talk about what you saw outside of Product Hunt. Uh, that was amazing internet that people created this past couple of weeks. Yeah. So the the thing that is actually trending today, um, we saw it on on Mashable, but it's kind of all over the place. Is is a photographer that cap that's captured kind of the eerie reality of our of our smartphone addiction. And what would you say? I was looking at my phone. <laughs> so um, so it's a series. This photographer has captured this series of black and white photos and then what they've done is he's photoshopped out um the the mobile phones the tablets that that people are using in all of these in in these photographs so you know there's like it's really eerie to see this black and white you know nobody's kind of smiling in in these photos and they're very like personal photos so you know there's a a family around a dinner table everyone's kind of like looking down nobody's talking to each other uh, and they're just looking at kind of nothing, but their hands are out as though they're holding a tablet yeah. or they're holding a phone. Um, you know, there's a couple in bed and they're turned away from each other and they're just like looking at each at, at each other's hands, yeah. basically. And then there's another couple that, that literally just got married. They're like sitting in front of their just married car. And they're just looking down at nothing, oh, you know, looking at their what would be their phones. I wish that this guy <laughs> would have been at Wrigley. Uh, the other night, there were so <laughs> many people during. So I went to a game. Oh, what game was that? It was game three? No, game. Yeah, game three. Yeah, game three. Uh, with the six dinger, six dinger game, uh, and it was everybody during that ninth inning, like, uh, was just had their phones out recording it, which, I, I mean, great, but like the microphone on your phone sucks. The video sucks. You literally have somebody capturing this in HD. Could have just press your DVR at home, right? If you Nobody's to gonna watch it. it. Nobody's yeah, gonna watch it when they get posted to YouTube. <laughs> like, yeah, I love my phone. I am probably one of those people that should have been photographed. I don't understand why you're in the moment at the bottom of the ninth or the top of the ninth inning, as it were, 
uh, just staring at it. It was it was ridiculous staring at the things. It took the kids to see. You know, it was like frozen on ice or whatever it was. And the couple in front of us the whole time was like recording it. We had not good seats. We were like way up the top. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. So uh, that was a thing on there. But uh, on a on a different way of how parents are, are using technology uh, with with their kids. There's this cool story on Kotaku. Um, about a dad in video games and um, just wait till your kid gets into video games it's so cool <laughs> so my son we're, we're just trying to get into Minecraft he's into um, all these little kind of kids apps games right now loves the game Just oh, really? Dance yeah loves Just Dance uh, we had you know one of the uh, people that work with us she came over to babysit and uh, I came home and asked uh, my son how his night was and she goes it was so funny Miss Stephanie was laughing and she had tears coming out of her eyes <laughs> when they were playing Just Dance because this is so like Dance thing. Dance Revolution it's like you kind of. you watch the song on TV and you, it's like rock band but for oh, dancing okay. it's ah, okay. hilarious for kids because yeah. the, the art direction on it is beautiful it's a great game um, so I, I bought it when my nieces were in town when I was babysitting all of them so my wife and her sister could go out and was like cheating because like the kids were just <laughs> absolutely in love with it so but this dad decides he is not going to let his kids jump right into the cool new games using the connect and everything else so we made him play through the entire history of video games oh Started, I think the first one was Galaxian which oh was gosh. like the crappier version of Galaga if I remember correctly oh my God. and had to go through every single one kind of step by step before uh, he could get into uh, the, the modern day video games that was going on there. And so it was it, you know, written, obviously, sensationalistic. He, you know, would try to make him do it or whatever. But it was right. this really cool thing to watch how he kind of chronicled his son going through it rather than dumping him right in there with a, a device that can detect everything you do. Because I guess I remember like having to spend like all your hard-earned money on Battletoads and not being able to get past the freaking biker level and stuff. I feel like <laughs> games were, like, way harder back, back in, in the my day. day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes it sound old, but, man, right. Right. try to land the 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 plane in Top Gun. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. impossible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, now, like, my son plays Peggle a lot, and he, he's gets upset when he can't he's like, what's your password dad i'm not telling you my password kid what are you talking about like what's your <laughs> password i just want to unlock it up and do it but it's yeah, getting that appreciation uh, of what things are like on so, to the news yeah uh myth we talked last time right about the dislike button yes everybody's gonna lose their minds about the dislike <laughs> button right media wrote all those absolutely crappy stories about the dislike button coming all right so it's here yeah well, what is the news on this well it's at least here in ireland in, Here in Ireland, in Spain, and um, I thought Chicago's it was kind of Ireland, right? Kind of. Uh, I thought it was interesting to. There was an article that said why they even chose Ireland and Spain. Oh yeah, and it was because. Um, so, like, say if I have the the and the the new dislike button, yeah. and say what is you the don't. what is the new dislike? button? So the what new the, dislike button. It's actually they're like emojis. It's okay. like a series of emojis. So you're you're still presented with kind of the traditional like. You know, yeah. thumbs up and, yeah. and the text, but you can now choose different um, emotions. So if you press down and you hold the like button, then you'll have a bevy of different emotions. So you'll have like, you'll have love, um, you'll have haha, uh, yay, wow, angry, and sad. Yay. And they're all through like emojis. Yeah. It's kind of like, isn't it, who is it, BuzzFeed that puts those little. Yeah. OMG, like the little things you can start yeah, on there. Yeah, definitely. Like it, it is an interesting array of emotions. I would think yay and well, I guess they are kind of different. Like well, Yay yeah. and like, I guess, yeah, are kind of different. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting to see how people use them. 
anyways, they, they chose Ireland and Spain because um, they found that people in those countries don't have friends outside of those countries. Um, so, so they're okay. So their social networks are more contained within yeah. the country. So that's why they chose. Really? The, yeah, they looked at all of two the, countries where you can bounce around very easily with a single passport. Yeah, they the said EU. by and large the people in those countries. I mean, it's not true. Obviously, not everyone, yeah. but by and large the people that are in those countries they are generally self-contained. Their social that. network on yeah. Facebook is contained. Huh. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Just why they chose those countries. Right. Um, but you know, there is there is a angry emoji. Yeah. Um, there is a sad emoji. You know, I guess those are probably the two closest yeah. uh, emotions to to dislike. Um, you know, I guess there's some speculation should is the angry emoji kind of going to become the de facto dislike is is right. the internet going to turn that in? What we do you should, think? We should all agree on this on internet, right? Like what is going to be <laughs> angry? So yeah, right. So people, your, your friends that are Cardinals fans this week, where they would just write in caps, dislike, really, really large, right? Would they have put, you know, Schwarber hits the ball out of the park. Would they put angry on there? Yeah, they, I think we should agree on this as internet, right? But all, <laughs> but also the sad one, uh, if you're expressing regret or something on there, uh, is an interesting one at all. Did, did anyone try it? Did, did any of the coverage you saw tried it? Uh, I haven't seen. I mean, I've just seen kind of the stock photos so yeah. far. Um, What's well, we don't have any friends in Ireland. That's true. In Spain. <laughs> I, I'm trying to like go through – I lived in Europe for a while and I'm trying to go through if I have any friends who live in either Spain or Ireland. I, I do I, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I, I want to go not. back and look. That makes a, a ton of sense. Um, so what's the impact for brands for companies? Um, I saw a dashboard where a community manager can now see the amounts of stuff, right? Like um, I just want to know like what – what are, like likes are great. We all love mm-hmm. showing um, our, our clients the amount of engagement because getting somebody to participate with your content is, is kind of the holy grail, right? What are you going to go for? Like, what's the what are the ones? I, I guess it's kind of cool. You're going to have to add a layer into your content strategy of what's the sub. What, what's your sub emoji strategy? What's you're going to have? <laughs> you're going to need a layer in there. Like, are you going for loves? Are you going for hahas? Does five yays equal one wow? Like, what is the <laughs> what are the ratios that we're gonna have to develop here? I don't know. What are you gonna try and go for? I mean, I think you, you still have to develop interesting content. I think, given how content is kind of shared on the internet, you know, you and I talk about yeah. hits all the time. Hits. Our our acronym of hits. Hits stands for what again? Hilarious, interesting. Um, what was T again? Timely. Timely. And then um, smart, 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 hilarious, interesting, timely and smart to get engagement and social content. Yeah. So, you know, looking at kind of what gets shares, um, you know, on on the Internet for content, you know, I think love is going to is going to be, you know, really popular. I actually think it's possible angry content may I mean, angry content kind of does get shared more virally now does does as a brand purposely try to do that probably not it's so we've all seen people who are upset at a company on facebook right and so say they post something out there is your de facto response because in the past you never wanted to click like on that right you would comment write something is your de facto response now to go to angry so like uh a company, no names but you hypothetically hate are you just gonna like just drop angry all the time on them just to let them know yeah, what's prob- up? It like, could be like, every single time somebody posts, or, you know, a brand posts a piece of content. 
and then you know they're they're upset with them or you know their product broke down you know now it's it's angry do you see so do, do all okay so the likes and then you drop down on there so if you you hold the like button down to get that sub list does that mean all of these sum into a number that equals your total of likes or are you going away from like to go to angry so like say i have 40 angries and 40 sads mm-hmm. Does that equal 80 likes, 40 sad, 40 angry? Or is it like a broken out? <laughs> I think I think whatever I saw was, saw was that it was going to be broken out. Okay, so gotcha. now, you know, community managers or, or people can see like gotcha. every specific emotion. User interface wise, you just go in through the like to get to the Correct. thing that's on. I go to like to get yeah. to angry. Correct. It's great design. Go to like <laughs> to get to angry. That's on there. Uh, Well, one of the things I'm going to click wow on, how about that for a segue? (laughs) One of the things I'm going to click wow on is uh, is self-driving cars. And so, you know, I went to South by Southwest a couple years ago and South by, I'm I'm now in the mind of hating uh, South by Southwest is the old loving South by Southwest. It's it's now cool to love South by Southwest again. And from a couple (laughs) years ago, I went there and I saw a man named uh, Jaron Lanier. Uh, He is one of the pioneers of... um, of uh, of virtual reality did a lot of work uh, back in the early days with Atari Blues with Microsoft now written a couple books the one I remember uh, most clearly was You Are Not a Gadget and he said something very clear that struck with me uh, and it came from he lost uh, his mother as a young child in an automobile accident and he says um, he says self-driving cars are a moral imperative and this is what I always say you know uh, like uh, wife will be scared to get on a plane or something. I was like, it's safer than you get in a car, right? Like deaths per 100,000 in a car are higher than a, a lot of things that, that people freak out about or consider dangerous, right? And so it's a moral imperative because they're so much safer. And we see that Apple is now speeding up their work on electric cars. They're, there's a whole group of people they're hiring over. Mm-hmm. And then Tesla was going back and forth with them in the news. I remember Tesla said, uh, Apple is where you go work if you can't cut it at Tesla. It was just like <laughs> Elon Musk for president in some ways, right? Like it just where he was going to say that. And then today, Tesla, I think about 20 hours ago, uh, recording this here on the 15th, about 20 hours ago, uh, they came up with this software autopilot, yeah. which can be downloaded into the Tesla, yep. which I don't think I can download anything my car at all right but (laughs) (laughs) they can be downloaded into the tesla that allows you to to drive the car around and i saw this video and it was somebody they put this on in new york and this dude is losing his mind yeah when this thing when it's driving right yeah his like hands he's like he wants to grab the wheel all the time and then and then you can see him like he he brings his hands away and he's like oh my gosh i'm not touching anything i'm not touching anything and then you could just see like his amazement you know, he's yeah. scared, yeah. Um, but he's also excited, too. And I think that's that's the coolest part. And and just to see how quickly this technology is going to develop and you know, self-driving cars are going to be here sooner than we think. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's going to be amazing. It's good. It, I just think about, I mean, gas efficiency will be better. It, traffic will be better. If one could assume that all the algorithms that are applies in ways, although my wife is hating ways recently, it's, it's adding on all oh, this really? extra time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just you, use you Google take Maps. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but all this technology used to operationalize traffic flow that takes the the stupidity and human error out of driving is going to make things faster. It's going to make gas uh, not used as much. It, plus, 
I mean, if I could just drive into work and do emails right. the whole time while going in there, like that would be so ridiculously productive to go on there. I always dreamed about that too, just being able to get from here to visit my in-laws or my family just on a complete sit in the back with the kids and right. watch Toy Story or whatever. It, <laughs> it's going to be absolutely up there. But they gave a shipping date on there for Apple. They're, they're looking for 2019. 2019, yeah. Um, you know, it, it feels far away, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yeah, it doesn't, but doesn't it? I don't know. Chris, I mean, if, we if, have Chris Bryant until 2020, right? <laughs> like it's they're going to have uh, they're going to have some driving cars according to Apple before the Cubs lose Chris Bryant. Um, but it's yeah, it does feel far away, but also kind of close at the same time. Like yeah, I mean, if Tesla can literally drop a piece of software on their cars and everyone with a Model S, you know, can get so can uh, they autopilot. use it? So could I if I had a Model S, mm-hmm. I could install this and on my way home drive home automatically. That's from what I from, from what I've gathered. Um, yes, I mean, you may have to have some additional sensors installed yeah, yeah, yeah. in your car, but I mean, Tesla is basically just a giant computer with wheels. Right, right. right. So, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I think it'll I think it'll work pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, it, I think it's going to be amazing just to see what's going to happen with, you know, ownerships of cars. Are people going to still buy cars, or if if you don't okay, need to buy a car, like say if if Uber had their entire fleet was automated driving cars. Yeah. And we talked earlier about how when the Uber CEO was asked about it, he was just suspiciously silent. It was the yeah, silent, <laughs> silent not silent. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, if if Uber has an entire fleet of self-driving cars and I can quickly just get a self-driving car anywhere I want, they say when you buy a car, 90% of the time it just sits idle. Right. Right? So yeah. if if now you can have an efficiency of a car running Basically, going from ninety percent idle to ninety percent active, yeah. then the the total number of cars that are even needed goes way down, yeah. Because each car is much more efficient, and then the cost of you know dri- of driving yeah. becomes so much lower. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if people even buy cars anymore. Right. Yeah, and think of the ripple effects. Yeah. Fewer, so fewer cars. Sitting on a few cars being produced, the manufacturing impacts uh, already across yeah. the globe, not just in the United States, um, as well as yeah, just banks don't need to finance them. That or there'll be a whole thing dropping yeah. out of the bottom. That's it's a, it's a revolution, basically. It's, it feels like it. Yeah. Well, if it makes things safer and the environment better for more efficient use of gas, then then personally, I'm all for it. There was actually a, a thread on Reddit today when that video broke yeah. uh, of that what of the autopilot. I. Uh, I'm not sure. I saw it on the front page, yeah. actually. It was whatever the, the in the comment section yeah. of that video. And they were saying um, Elon Musk wants to make driving, uh, like manual driving, illegal. Hmm. Um, and, you know, you think about a statement like that. He's always, you know, having bold statements. It kills more. But it, I believe it, deaths per 100,000 from driving kills more than guns. I, I hope I'm... I think I remember looking at deaths per hundred thousand. Yeah, it's uh-huh. more deadly than guns are, right? Yeah, so. I mean, you think about you know you're, the human error involved in driving; it's a ton, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I mean, to make it illegal, you know, maybe maybe that's a mm-hmm. fairly bold step, but it's you know, it's kind yeah. of an ambitious goal, yeah. right? and that's. This is a guy that loves ambitious goals. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, he's he's speaking for PR reasons yeah. there to get attention. So, uh, the the next thing. Um, Facebook uh, recently launched 360-degree videos, and this is something we're seeing more and more of um, from from Google, from YouTube, 
Um, and, and it's a new way that that brands can really jump on the next kind of visual medium. And and the way that they're doing this, they're using their um, technology that they purchased from Oculus. So they're using virtual reality technology. Um, and the, the first video that really launched w- using Facebook's um, 360-degree video was um, a recent or an, an upcoming scene from the new Star Wars well, that's movie. That's so awesome. I know. It's, it's so <laughs> cool. Idea. So cool. So I think it was like a speeder like going through the desert yeah. uh, in one of the scenes. Um, it looked really cool. This is, you know, looking at premium video content. Yeah. And we know, you know, how much video content is is rising. It's so e- easy for people to create kind of any type of video. There's, you know, live streaming going on all the way up to the, you know, packaged uh, premium video. This is going to be the the most premium, I think. So this is we had we got Google Cardboard. Remember with that first demo we did for everybody at the mm-hmm. office and the. The second they held it up to their face, you, you couldn't see their eyes or, or their nose, but you could see their mouth, and their mouth always just dropped. It was just, oh. Wow. Yeah, like, wow. <laughs> and then you would see them, like, leaning, <laughs> leaning to the right, leaning to the left. <laughs> like, yeah. they were actually, like, flying through With the their city. eyes <laughs> wide open, and they look around, and then they try to trick it by moving back and forth real fast. <laughs> it, it Consistent every time. It is such a hypnotic thing. Uh, in in Oculus, uh, Oculus is going to be great. VR is going to be great, but it works also within the news feed, right? Like if you're not wearing three, you can kind of put your mouse yeah, on you it. Yeah, you can put your mouse over it, and then or you swipe. Can kinda, yeah, you, were, you yeah. can swipe, and you can go back and forth right now. Yeah. Um. So you know they're going to make it. Um. You know, and that's the same way that it's working on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um. With those 360 degree videos too. So I think I know, saw a camera on Product Hunt. For like seven hundred bucks, that you could record these. Yeah, it's not ridiculous. It's tech, not ridiculously right? expensive to do this. Um, you know, depending on what the quality is going to look like. But yep. you know, we're already seeing brands jump on it. We're seeing Mountain Dew, Michael Kors, um, you know, jumping on it from a fashion standpoint. I think if you have a cool experience um, that that you're that you're wanting to showcase. Um, and you're maybe even thinking about live streaming it. Yep. Think about 360 yep. degree videos. I think it would be a very cool experience. Yeah, the one, you know, when we got Google Cardboard, we showed everybody the stock Google Cardboard app. But the one that I've been demoing for people recently is being at a Paul McCartney concert where he plays Live or Let Die. And then you can, it's neat because you can actually, you can put the audio in your ears and the audio is 360. You turn uh-huh. one way, the bass comes in oh, higher. Cool. It, yeah. And then, you know, the fires go off and the crowd starts <laughs> cheering. And it's just, it, it's been the neatest thing. This is going to be, um, gosh, I can't even imagine. There's obviously going to be a 360 degree movie produced sometime soon, right? Yeah. It'll be, it'll be awesome. Um, but what it would take to shoot that if you're having every single one of your sets is going to have to be in 360 degrees. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, or it's, so everything's going to be outside or you're going to have to work in Hollywood sets that are or just everything's green screen. You're in a right. 360 degree green screen. Right. But just imagine all those little layers that go on. It'll be it'll be completely actually awesome. our, our friends in um, Berlin. Yeah. Shot a 360 degree video. When yeah, I was, now. Yeah. When I was there um, uh, in April oh. for uh, my global scholarship, um, I saw a, a really cool execution of a 360 degree video. They were showing. Um, a student giving a tour through East East Berlin universities, yeah. and um, they created a cool web experience out yeah. of it. But the the device that they had to use, it was almost like the person walking had like 
seven cameras like wow. all around their bodies. Yeah. So, you know, this could be a, um, you know, with the cameras getting smaller yeah. or with the rig setups that, that Facebook and, U- and YouTube are recommending, you know, we're only going to see more of these. Yep. So I think it'll be really cool yep. to see in the future. It's another big move by Facebook as I feel they get farther and farther in front of Twitter every oh, single day. Yeah. My beloved Twitter, I, it, <laughs> it wasn't, you know, I noticed that I just wasn't firing up Twitter as much anymore until until there's a contest we're trying to win for our soccer bar. How are we going there? That's been my big use of Twitter recently is to <laughs> drum up stuff on that. But Twitter's making some moves uh, to try to hopefully catch back up with Facebook. Two big ones. One that just made all of our jaws drop, uh, that they're considering ditching the 140 character limit, which was so surprising because there's nothing more beautiful than – not only perfectly expressing a thought in a tweet, but like you hit that period and bam, it's 140. When you like, yeah, you just <laughs> nail that like right away. It's one of my favorite things. Um, so, but they're considering ditching it. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, there's there. I, I think my favorite thing on Twitter recently and why I've been loving it is that they've started to embed um, the photo the video the website article it is that you're going to go to so that i can kind of see that thumbnail Mm -hmm. just like it is and how it works on facebook and why i value for facebook so much why are they ditching that 140 character limit any speculation i mean it's possible that it's kind of a a relic of of how twitter was developed you know if, if the 140 character limit was really you know based on the sms Yep. You know, character limit. Yeah, which know. was 160, right? But they took 20 out for the header and I think so, yeah. yeah. So, you know, maybe they're looking at how many people, you know, their, their user base that's still using Twitter over SMS. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that it's fairly small. Yeah. Um, they took it off of direct messages already, which was super right. helpful when I was trying to coordinate with friends and stuff. Yeah, I definitely. Added, you know. um, I think they're just trying to get people, you know, the features more in line yeah. with, with Facebook, with Instagram to get – you know, people back, you know, make it a user-friendly site. And, and, you know, people still have a very difficult time with the deluge of text, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, of information coming your way within the newsfeed. And you don't get that really with, with the other social networks. Yep. So I think that's kind of their biggest obstacle that they're probably facing right now. Yeah. Um, and this is probably just a way to get you know, more people besides the diehard, yep. you know, people that jumped on Twitter right in the beginning that still use it. It's all those people that maybe checked it out and <laughs> kind of said, whoa, this yeah. is not for Way me. too much. Yeah. yeah. It is. You notice now, I think when you drop in a URL to Facebook, it'll boom, strip out the the link, thumbnail the link, and then remove the tech, the, the URL from your text box so that right. you can go right to it. And Twitter still insists on keeping it. It's always like a bit.ly dot slash nine AZ crazy thing on there. But Facebook's like, nope, that confuses our users. Right. The only information they want is the thumbnail. Right. If I didn't have to share an actual HTTP content with you, I wouldn't. It's just right. the, that I have to. Right? I just wanted to send that thumbnail over. So I'm hoping they're moving in that direction with it. And one of the other things that I saw Twitter do, and you can see this at the top, and we talked, oh gosh, maybe on one of our first couple of episodes about Project Lightning uh, by Twitter. And, and now it's it's actually materialized and it's really cool. Uh, this is everything that's going on. Twitter being the greatest place to go to for real-time news. And they're calling it Twitter Moments. Mm-hmm. You can see it right up there. It's got such a great spot in the top nav bar. It's right. I think it goes home, 
moments, right. mentions. Right. Like it's one of the they, it's they one gave, of the major sections. Yeah, of, they of gave the it site. huge real estate, so you can go and you start seeing on there. Uh, and there was uh, you know news about the the president today, and that was like the first one. So you go to it, you see the story, and then you see all the tweets related to the story. It mm-hmm. is a a, a content discovery for real-time events on there. And it's neat because you see the heading of the story and then you kind of see everything that goes on there. And it's cool too because, you know, sometimes when you go onto Twitter, you're maybe even something like 40 minutes after an event happens, you're like way behind on what the conversation was going on, right? But you you kind of see it. So this is almost like a – almost like a DVR for Twitter where you can just go, you know, start back over and replay that content as right. it goes out. So you can kind of follow it in real time. Have you used it at all? Yeah. I used it kind of right from the first day that yep. it came out. Um, you know, as you were talking, I was wondering, I was, I was just thinking, you look you know, deep in thought. You were. <laughs> I was just thinking that, that was this supposed to be kind of what the trending topics were going to be? The le- Just the hashes on the left. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of evolved since there yep. and, now, when you kind of look at trending topics, you you don't really understand kind of maybe what half of the trending topics yeah. even stand for or how like a topic can even get on the trending <laughs> topics and how quickly it can disappear. Right. Um, this the moments I thought was interesting because it's not only generated by Twitter algorithms in the background, but it's also being curated by a, an editor. Yeah. So, again, going back to the one of the complexities of using Twitter is how difficult it is to know who to follow, mm-hmm. where is the great content that's getting posted. Yep. Uh, and you're probably, if you're not following those right people, you're missing kind of the, the great content. Right. Yep. Yep. So I think this is the, another way that they're, they're trying to get people to, to see, okay, you don't have to follow all the, you know, the, the top content yeah. creators on the site. We're going to do that hard part for you. Yeah. And we're gonna um, follow Ashton Kutcher for you. Yeah, that was like everybody's first of all. A plus K. Um, so the moments I think is gonna be a, an awesome way to get people back re engaging with the site because the content that they that they are curating is really cool. Yeah. Um and and I think it it's content that you're not seeing from other social networks as yeah. well. Yeah. Um finally let's close on a funny, lighthearted note uh, about Facebook and Facebook rejecting gifts. They were they were <laughs> they were so MySpace, but gifts had. I'm calling it gifts. I don't you can send your hate mails. That is GIF. I don't care. It's not a graphic. It's a graphic. Uh, it, it's a GIF, um, and they rejected them because like that's all MySpace was filled up to begin with. But now <laughs> gifts are back with a vengeance on Facebook. And, and and what did they finally add? Yeah. Uh, so the... so now you can add a GIF to your profile photo. Sweet. Yeah. So it's Harry Potter, man. Like, is that Harry Potter moving newspaper? Right? Oh, like, yeah. Just... Yeah. Um, so, I mean, now that the, the profile on mobile is now going to be in the center yeah. uh, of, of your of your of your page and um, gifts are going to be added. So, it's you know, you, you can have like a short little video. Uh, playing, playing there, and it's just another way that you can customize. Yeah. Kind of was it page. iOS only, or was it? I think it was iOS only, from what I saw. I, know what I I'm think gonna... I think it's going to come to Android. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like <laughs> thumbs up, winky face. Well, you know that there's going to be some fairly creative yeah. ways that people kind of augment their profiles. Yeah. I, I think when remember when Facebook had like. Um, four images yeah, across yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, people right. came up with like really cool ways 
Um, Man, that went away to, quick, didn't it? It did. It did. <laughs> I think like right when cover photos came, yeah. then it just like totally went away. But yeah. even when cover photos came, people had like really creative ways to integrate the cover photo plus the avatar yeah. together. So I think people are going to have probably really creative I'm, ways. I'm, I'm watching it. Yeah. I haven't seen any of my friends do it yet, but uh, people more creative than me out there yeah, can lead the way on that. That wraps up today's show. For those of you looking to follow us and find out more in between shows, we do shows when we can, guys, but we're, we're busy people. But there's ways to keep up with us in between shows. Where can people find you on Twitter, Amit? Uh, they can find me at at AW. How do you spell that? <laughs> you I just your, did. <laughs> <laughs> you and your two-letter username. <laughs> uh, Amit is at AW. And I am at Ben Foster, and Ben Foster is with a PH because I'm not nearly Because you're cool. cool. Not nearly as <laughs> cool as me. That's B-E-N-P-H-O-S-T-E-R at Ben Foster. And you can also find us on Facebook where we set up a page where I'm constantly going to be sharing out tech news as it happens. Uh, go to like the page as seen on internet. Um, and please, if you can, kindly, I think we're up to a decent number of five-star reviews. I think so. Mildly respectable. Please <laughs> go leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps the show out so much. Uh, we're getting more and more listeners every time we do this. So thanks, everybody, so much. Coming up next time, we are going to expand the format to three people. We tried to, we tried to today. <laughs> we tried to add a third person on here next time, but uh, it, it, I think it's going to be really fun to get another kind of third voice in here, and maybe we can have some two-on-one gang-up fights uh, <laughs> on a particular opinion. But we're going to add another person once we can figure out the technology aspect of it. <laughs> we struggled for like 30 minutes today. Uh, yeah. So look forward to that new format next time, uh, and please stay tuned. As always, I am Ben Foster, and with me is... Amit Widera. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.